All right. So I'm here with Mark Fernie, who thank you for when we first met via email, you gave me the correct pronunciation right off the bat, and I hope I remembered it correctly. Ho, actually. Like ho, as in, uh, you know, street slang for something. <laughs> so Mark Fernie Mark Fernie Ho Mark Fernie Ho yeah exactly that's my that's my name <laughs> well it's great to have you you're originally from the UK you're currently based in Berlin you're a wonderful fantastic musician and also a visual artist I'm curious about your background a little bit and how you became involved in the arts, both music and the visual art that you do with your music videos and photography? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a house in the English countryside in the middle of England. So when you live in the middle of nowhere, you kind of have time to get bored and you have to be creative to keep yourself sane, if you know what I mean. It's quite lonely living in the English countryside in a haunted house. So I just naturally just was creative really it made me use my imagination and I think that's where it came from how I became an artist and a singer and a visual artist too you know just from boredom boredom and despair and all that kind of stuff <laughs> so you grew up in a haunted house I know you had mentioned that to me before and your music and your work is kind of dark how much did maybe some of those early experiences influence uh, the sound of your music? Yes, yeah, a very good question. Um, I guess it all just seeps in. Um, I guess if you grow up somewhere like that's quite, that's quite spooky and creepy, I guess it comes out in your, in your art somehow. I guess it's all regurgitated in how you, um, you know, the art that you create, I guess it all comes from a certain place, whether you're aware of it or not, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. <laughs> and do, have you had any experiences with the paranormal in a haunted house since you described the house you grew up in as haunted yeah i i it was everyone's was seeing things and things were shaking and it was the house was in the shape of a cross actually which sounds insane but if you flew over it it's literally like four different wings so it was actually in the shape of a cross which made it even more bizarre and it was just in the middle of nowhere so you can you know there's no street lights or anything so at night time it was very um yeah, it's a little bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather be living in some rough inner city area than um, in the middle of the, the haunted English countryside in a way, you know? Totally. So what was the question again? <laughs> Have you had any paranormal experiences? It, yeah, yeah I, saw an old, I saw an old man when I was quite young in the, in the corner of a room one night and... It turns out different members of my family had also seen it, but not mentioned it to me to not, like, terrify, you know, ter terrify me. So that was kind of interesting. And then, and then I moved to London and just forgot all about the ghost thing. And then I was in a house in King's Cross, and I woke up one night and saw a woman, a woman in the corner of a room, um, which totally was pretty scary at the time. I just, I just thought it was an intruder, but it was actually... But it just kind of vanished, so I guess not. And uh, yeah, so I had lots of strange things. And I actually had a really weird story in Berlin as well, where I um, 
where I heard the, the, the ghosts of like Russian army men upstairs, which is very, very, it's a long, long story, but I won't bore you with it now. But yeah, that was um, interesting as well. But nothing's happened in the last, say, five or six years. I'm not, nothing exciting in the paranormal realm has happened, really. So. <laughs> I'd say that's good. That stuff freaks me out. <laughs> so. Keep the stress it's, levels it's low. It's good when it happens away from your home, you know? It's <laughs> nice yeah, to totally. go home and chill out, you know? But not when it's actually where you're living. That's when it's a bit more, like, horrific. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And so you grew up in the English countryside. You live in Berlin right now. You mentioned that you had lived in London for some time. Currently, you perform primarily as a solo artist. Did you play in any bands when you moved to London prior to doing your solo work or anything like that? Yeah, exactly. I moved to London and joined a band. And yeah, it just it came quite... It was. I'm better working solo, really, because I've got quite a strong vision for what I want to do. So it's quite hard to, yeah, it's quite, I just felt like I was diluting that, you know, working in a band, not to discredit anyone else, but it was just, it was hard. It was like, it was hard to kind of, um, you know, keep the direction when you're kind of collaborating. It turns into lots of compromises and stuff. So then I went solo and just started working with other musicians when I play live and, and things like that, you know, so that works out, is working out really well. That's great. And your move from London to Berlin, very interesting. London, definitely vibrant music scene and history, but Berlin also has a very storied history with respect to music and popular music over the last uh, four or five decades. I immediately think of David Bowie's time spent in London uh, writing and recording what I think is his best album, Low. Um, was did anything anything that you knew about the city regarding music draw you to it or did you relocate there for different reasons? It definitely was in my mind when the I I basically just visited Berlin and during the first night I was asking people like, how much is it to live here? Because I just I was in London and it was obviously London's very expensive, so it almost forces you to join the real world in a way, you know, to survive, you know. And at the time, a few years ago when I came to Berlin, it was it was crazily cheap compared to any other capital city like New York or Berlin or Paris or something. It's not even comparable. It was really cheap. So it's the perfect place to be an artist and do your own thing really. It's obviously got a bit more expensive since there, then, but still comparatively, it's still super affordable and a great place to be an artist. And people have time to be creative here because they're not working in two different jobs just to pay the rent, you know? So it, so there's a great artist community in that kind of way, which attracted me to the place. And of course, stuff like Bowie and Nick Cave and I think even Nico was like is buried here, of course, and and what else? Yeah, and stuff like Vim Vim Wenders, like Wings of Desire, that famous film. I saw that before I moved to Berlin, and that it was very in inspirational as well, you know. So yeah. So I'd mentioned earlier that you're also a visual artist in addition to a musician. You have shot and edited your own videos, uh, especially for the your most two recent songs. Uh, divided cities and edge of town what's the creative process like for you when you're writing music 
but you're also a visual artist and you're creating and maybe thinking about how you can tie the music to visual elements. Do you keep the two separate? Do you uh, intermingle them when you're working on a song? Uh, take us through that process for you. I think, I mean, the song, the songs come first, so I do that separately, really. But then, and then after I try and work out a visual representation of the music, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like I quite like the idea of creating an entire world, you know, like a 3D, a 3D world and experience for my art. So, you know, combining music and visuals and performance and things like that. So I quite like artists like, say, even like Andy Warhol or um, Roxy Music or David Bowie, who are very... The music, obviously, is really important, but it's also nice if you can take it to the next level with the visuals that kind of creates a whole new... Yeah, it just kind of makes it quite special, I think. Totally. And take us through the two recent singles that you just released, Divided City and Edge of Town. Divided Cities definitely has a really powerful uh, message relevant to the UK and Berlin. Uh, Divided Cities, you think literally of Berlin for decades being a divided city with the Berlin Wall and... In interviews, you've also mentioned that the song uh, touches on Brexit as well. Where were you going for uh, thematically with this song? And of course, the dark textures in the sonic elements have definitely add to it as well. I, it was quite, most of the time I write quite subconsciously, so I didn't actually sit down and with any purpose really. I just kind of sang the words Divided Cities over the music I'd written. And then it sort of made sense to me afterwards, if you know what I mean. So it sort of came clear to me what it was about later on, you know, with Brexit looming and stuff. You don't necessarily realise the kind of stress and kind of turmoil this stuff puts on, you know, is always in the back of your mind when you, when your future's uncertain in a way. So it literally subconsciously came out. And I guess obviously with the Berlin Wall and Brexit and borders and all those kind of things are always in the news and always very relevant right now. The song, yeah, the song just came from that, I guess. So it was quite timely. Um, yeah, but it was all very subconscious and not really planned. And musically, musically, I don't know. I was listening to a lot of talk, talk, and music and bands like that at the time when I wrote it. Wasn't that about six months ago or something like that? So I think that came out in it, that kind of 80s electronic kind of vibe. And the music video is, this, you know, is the is a nice representation of that with this uh, this dancer called Mill Schaffer, who's from France. And I like to work with contemporary dancers quite a lot because it's just a di different discipline that I'm not capable of, if you know what I mean. So I quite like to surround myself with artists from different mediums so I can learn and be influenced and be inspired by them, you know? So it's interesting, you, you mentioned that you only wrote the song about six months ago. So did you basically go right into the studio right after you wrote it? You felt like you had a, a good finished product ready to go? Yeah, pretty much. I do a lot of it just at home on my laptop, you know, and then record the vocals. I've got a nice microphone to record the vocals. So I do everything very, you know, I keep it as kind of low-key as possible in the recording. In the recording process, because I think the most important thing is just being able to react inspiration so when you're inspired it's very hard if you have to book studio time to suddenly find inspiration at that moment you know 
unless you're like a major, major band with loads of money, so you can just be in the studio for six months, you know. I, I like I like to just be quite spontaneous in my recording process. So yeah, so recording on a laptop is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, it's the future. It's good that everyone can get their ideas recorded right away. Big proponent yeah. of it. So tell me a little bit about your the album you released last year, Berlin Archives. I've been diving into it a little more recently. Um, how'd you come up with those songs? And has basically most of your released music been written while you lived in Berlin? And how did it influence the music that you wrote? Yeah, Berlin Archives, it's kind of, it's a compilation album, basically, because I... When I moved to Berlin, I wrote lots of different songs and over time they were just very tonally different to each other. So I, and I worked with various producers at the time. Now I produce my own stuff, but back then I was working with different producers and musicians and it just kind of, we'd kind of record like say three songs and then something would go, something would change and then I'd record another three songs. So tonally the music's very different. So that's why I ended up putting out a a compilation CD, so it was almost like an exorcism in a way, because I, I needed to get out of my system so I could start afresh, which is where stuff like Divide, that's when I wrote Divided Cities and these new songs that I'm writing right now, but a lot more, a lot more post-punk and that in that kind of direction, if you know what I mean, darker direction. So yeah, Berlin Archives is literally just a compilation of, um, of various things. I'm very proud of the songs, but I'm even more excited about my new stuff that I'm recording now. But I just needed to get it out there so I could start afresh, basically. Cool. Yeah, I'm very excited as well about the new stuff that you're working on. Tell us a little bit about it. As you mentioned and I mentioned earlier, uh, Divided Cities and Edge of Town, definitely dark-sounding, uh, 80s new wave goth-influenced. It reminds me of New Order... The Cure bands like that. Are you planning on recording more this year? And when can people expect your uh, next record? I know you have uh, another single on the way, I believe. Yeah, I'm just recording it um, all over the winter, really. Winter is a great place to, you know, in Berlin, winters are pretty bleak. So it seems the perfect time to do stuff like do the do the fun things like record um shoot the music videos and stuff in the summer and then now it's a long dark winter to to kind of lock myself away and write write songs and record songs and you know so it's just going to be ready when it's ready really it's nice kind of being solo because there's not you know i put pressure on myself of course but but I can kind of just keep the integrity and I'll know myself when this record is ready. And, you know, I've got lots of different songs, but again, um, some are more electronic and some are more, yeah, guitar based. So, yeah, it's quite an 80s, like you said, a dark 80s post-punk new wave kind of vibe that haunts it, I think. Yeah. And your next single, which you'll be uh, releasing soon, is called Automatic Paintings. And you mentioned to me that it was inspired by a female artist named Hilma F. Clint. Uh, tell us a little bit about her work for those that are not familiar with it and how it inspired your next single. Uh, yeah, I just went, I saw an exhibition of her work in Berlin and she was like an overlooked artist, um, like one of the original surrealists, I believe. 
and yeah she was overlooked probably because she's a woman and you know back then and um yeah so i kind of and she basically she she um she did paintings based on spirits basically controlled her paintings and stuff like that so that's quite um yeah quite interesting yeah very yeah and kind of like struck a chord with me so i just thought it was an interesting um um subject to to feature really in a song you know and give some kind of exposure to this cool underexposed cool lady that was once a person once alive you know so simple as that and the video i've shot with it with many contemporary dancers and and creative women in berlin is like a vampire kind of expressionist vampire video based on stuff like the cabinet of dr caligari and all these german expressionist films so i'm quite excited about that that's really really cool and it sounds like your approach to at least making the videos really involves artists from the local berlin community in different mediums as well how important is it for you to include as you mentioned dancers in the local community artist community and other people creating art for your videos it's just quite inspiring really and also sometimes being a solo artist can be quite uh quite isolating in a way when you like i said you lock yourself away to write songs and things like that it can be quite isolating so it's nice to have that kind of collaboration in that kind of way and meet other artists and have that sense of artistic community which is one of the best things about living in a place like a capital city like say new york or berlin or london but you can try and surround yourselves with like-minded people that maybe come come at art from a different direction and funnily enough i haven't got so many in berlin i haven't got so many musician friends actually not by choice but i guess i quite i surround myself with people people that work in different disciplines if you know what i mean because it's more it's more inspiring rather than like oh i wrote a song today so did i you know <laughs> <laughs> I wrote some too. What a coincidence! So it's really nice to kind of just keep learning as an artist myself, you know. And, um, yeah, surrounding myself by interesting people. So yeah, dancers are really cool, and there's a really big contemporary dance scene here. A lot of Americans actually. A lot of Americans, funny enough, come here and to do contemporary dance, and yeah. So yeah, I just find it um, inspiring and cool, you know. That is. That's awesome. And you've played with uh, Suede three times. You've provided support for them on three of their tours. Legendary Britpop band. It's an awesome band. And you have a relationship with uh, Brett Anderson from Suede. How'd you develop uh, that relationship? Uh, and has he influenced your songwriting at all? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Suede, when I, was, when I was a young man, like Suede were really important band to me i remember you know they were always on they were a really major band in like the midnight or oh, early 90s and mid 90s they were huge in britain when spice girls were like number one they were just behind them in the charts you know and stuff like that so they were really they were really major and they always really influenced me and i guess they were influenced by the bands you know like bowie etc and smiths and things like that so i kind of picked it up from suede and yeah, I was just really thought they were cool. And then I moved to London and did a a fashion feature on, on for a fashion cover of a fashion magazine. Did a feature on suede. 
And that's how I met Brett the singer. And yeah, we kind of have the same sense of humor, you know, it's quite self deprecating in a way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So we can take the piss out of ourselves, as it, as, it, as it were. So we got on really well in that way, I think. And that was it, really. And we just became friends over time. And every time Sweda played Berlin, they. They've kindly asked me to support them, which is really nice. Because my name's a lot longer than Suede's on a ticket. You know, it's just it's tiny. It says Suede in a tiny writing, and my name is massive. So. <laughs> 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 I mean, on the ticket, yeah. <laughs> but you had mentioned he listens to your demos and stuff. So do you regularly keep in touch? And does he give you valuable feedback when you're going through the songwriting and recording process? Yeah, I always send him my... Yeah, I give him a first listen of my stuff I'm working on, and he's in general, he just he likes it in general, thank goodness. So he never goes, Oh my goodness, Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> just being polite. But yeah, no, he really, um, yeah, he's really supportive of my music, and he must like it because he wouldn't ask me <laughs> to support them. Um, so yeah, but it's really encouraging because, you know, as a as a musician, you sometimes need, and as an artist, you sometimes just need some encouragement, you know, and some kind of someone to go, yeah, you're doing really, you're doing great, you know, <laughs> because it can be quite, as I said, it's quite sometimes quite isolating as an artist because you kind of, you're just in this world that no one can really see because you're, you're, as you're creating this stuff, you're kind of in this kind of, you know, hidden universe of ideas and stuff. And you're kind of wondering what, how, what people are going to make of it when you come up for air, as it were. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And tell us a little bit about your live show. I've seen some videos on YouTube. It sounds great. Do you perform solo? I know you have a backing band. What's, what's a typical live show? set up for you when you're performing yeah it, it depends on the size of the venue you know i mean in the past i've i can just play say with an acoustic guitar if it's a, a smaller venue or if it's a quite a major thing like say supporting suede or a bigger venue i play at the moment the current lineup is agata demon who's who's she's an electro drummer so she's really cool she plays like these 80s electro drums live so she's really super cool and she looks super cool as well which makes me happy um so i work with her and i work with uh, a synth player called julia runoff so and she's also really good and they all have they both have like a really strong sense of style which i really admire I think, you know, if it's possible to look kind of, you know, have a strong identity, visual identity, that's only a good thing, really. And I definitely want to play some of your music for everyone to listen to. I think a good start would be your two latest singles, Divided Cities and Edge of Town. And we'll throw in from your uh, 2018 compilation album, Sidewalks, as well. Is Sidewalks an older song, or is it with from the last couple of years? It's actually, yeah, it's a, it's a really recent song. I wrote it at the end of last year, I think, so just after last summer. So it's quite recent. That was almost like the first... The reason it started my compilation album it was, it was almost like a statement of intent, really, of the direction I was going in, a slightly more... Yeah, just quite kind of slightly more 80s kind of, yeah, yeah, direction. So, yeah, it's a new one. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So we'll be hearing Divided Cities, Edge of Town and Sidewalks. And we'll be back. Still open to the 
feel the sidewalks The beauty spas and the tennis courts Gotta feel it's all for you, baby Gotta feel it's all for you When your ghost is in the mirror Who knows what it means to me Cause you'll always be my honey You know what you're gonna see Yeah, you gotta be alone You've gotta be alone You've gotta be alone You've gotta be alone Gotta feel the movie screens The ice creams and the limousines Gotta feel it's all for you, baby Gotta feel it's all for you When your ghost is in the mirror Who knows what it means to me Cause you'll always be my honey You know what you're gonna see Yeah, you gotta be alone You gotta be alone You gotta be alone We heard three songs by Mark Ferniho, Berlin's own. We heard Divided Cities, Edge of Town, and from his 2018 compilation album, Berlin Archives, we heard Sidewalks to wrap up that set. Mark, thanks for sharing those songs with us. They sound excellent. Thank you very much. All right, now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program. You picked some records from my record collection. And we're going to talk about them and play them. First up, we have Roxy Music. Tell me a little bit about Roxy Music. I know you're definitely influenced by them. We have 
the song While My Heart Is Still Beating. It's um, a great song. How big of an influence is Roxy Music on your music? That's a good question. I, I mean, I like the kind of dark romance of Roxy Music and also, you know, the strong visual side of Roxy Music as well, how they combined it and took elements of pop art and Warhol and things like that. And they're not afraid to look glamorous and, you know, feature glamorous, beautiful ladies and things like that on the covers. And so I like that kind of, I guess it gets away from the whole masculine nature of rock music in a way and kind of takes it into a different, more fashion, art-based direction, which I quite like. And I think that album Avalon is just quite... People... I don't know, people think of Avalon as quite a cheesy album or cheesy romantic 80s album, and I don't really see it like that at all. I see it as quite a dark, you know, this song, the song you're going to play or we're going to play is, I just find it quite dark, really, quite dark and romantic and quite almost quite depressing, really. <laughs> yeah, way. definitely. But in the best way possible, yes, yeah, of very course. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as... I totally forgot that you picked it, but of course it's super appropriate. David Bowie's low, uh, given your association with the city of Berlin, and you picked the speed of life. Yeah, it's just, I like the kind of retro futurism of it. It's quite retro sci-fi, you know, it sounds like the future in the 1970s, and it still it still sounds very, um, yeah, futuristic in a way, and timeless, and yeah. And obviously the Berlin connection is kind of quite interesting and yeah, simple as that. After David Bowie, you selected Nico from Chelsea Girl these days. Beautiful, angelic voice. Uh, One of my favorite voices of any voice. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, Nico. Yeah, just um, a really strong female artist. And obviously, as an is buried in Berlin, actually. Um, yeah, I love that whole Warhol world. That's one of the, you know, it's like the New York artistic mythology, anyway, isn't it? Warhol, Nico, and the Velvet Underground. I'm very, I find that very inspiring. I don't know how you see it living in New York, but I, yeah, I find that quite romantic and inspiring. Uh, totally, very. The Velvet Underground listening to those records lou reed's solo records i'd say to a greater extent definitely resonate new york resonates through a lot of them when you hear his descriptions of the city and things like that so there's definitely a connection and so i totally know where you're coming from with with that and um but have you ever been to new york just, I guess, off yeah, topic I, a little bit. It's been quite a while before I sort of moved to Berlin. Well, just transition of London and Berlin. I lived, I moved, I was in New York for a little bit in Williamsburg. So, yeah, that was, it was very rock and roll. And yeah, Berlin is quite electronic based city in a way. There's lots of electronic music. Yeah. So the roll scene, the guitar music scene in Berlin is, it's not as vibrant, as yeah. vibrant as the New York scene. Especially after hearing your radio show, I'm hearing all these new great bands and stuff that you play. And I'm like, wow, okay, but there's a really good, strong guitar scene out there, you know? Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. It doesn't get a lot of exposure. In the, you know, when I when I grew up, I was always re- every week I'd read Melody Maker and Enemy and all the you know the weekly music newspapers. And obviously, they don't exist anymore. So there's like a lack of exposure, I think, for guitar music, interesting guitar music, and interesting music in general. So it's great. That's why I, I got into your radio show because it's kind of much needed. You know, having someone actually has a passion for what they're doing and a passion for music actually featuring music you know well thank you that's very nice of you to say and it is what i really enjoy doing curating uh music from my local community so that's what that's why i really liked when you mentioned how you incorporate a lot of people from your local community the dance scene and stuff like that into your work i think that's amazing yeah definitely it's good to all help each other and you know yeah create a little artistic family it's beautiful (laughs) all right so we're gonna play all these great songs selected by mark from my record collection we've got while my heart is still beating by roxy music beat of life by david bowie these days by nico then we'll be right back to wrap things up
that I forgot to do And all the times I had The chance to I stopped my rambling I don't do too much gambling these days These days These days I seem to think about How all the changes came about my way And I wonder if I'd see listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community. So if you'd like to support our mission, you can make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that is radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. While you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter to be in the know. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And if you're listening on the internet, you could also take RFB with you on the go via our Apple and Android apps. You can download them at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash iPhone and RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Android. And now back to look at my records. All right, we're back. Just heard a whole set of excellent songs selected by my guest, Mark Bernieho. We heard Roxy Music, While My Heart Is Still Beating, Speed of Life, 
by David Bowie. These Days by Nico and Mark. Great work with the picks. Great songs, great records. Sadly, we're coming to the end of the show, but it was so great to chat with you. It's been great uh, getting to know you over the internet, so it was really nice talking to you uh, via Skype and putting it out there for everybody to listen to on the show. Thanks for being on. Thanks for asking me. It's really, um, yeah, it's a splendid pleasure. It is a splendid pleasure. So tell me, what's in store for you for the rest of 2019, and what do you have planned for 2020? Well, more lots of recording, really. I'm trying to, I'm trying to resist the temptation of playing live. Just, I just lock myself away and record, record as much as possible, so I can get a new record out as soon as possible, a new album. I've got a lot of. I'm quite inspired right now, so the songs are coming quite quickly. So just recording and recording and recording, really. And also editing. Editing the music. The next couple of music videos, actually. I'm also editing those as well. So, so yeah. You know, it's more fun to hang out in the, in the sun and um, film music videos with lots of contemporary dancers. But alas, this is the bit where I have to... <laughs> myself in the shadows. And <laughs> Everybody's got to do it, right? We've got to hunker down. <laughs> Winter time's yeah. a good time to do that, though. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> here we go. All right. We're going to end the show with one last song. But before we do, I just want to tell everyone that you can find Mark's music on all streaming services. It's available on Spotify, Apple, your streaming service of choice. Mark, you also have a website. What's the address of that, real quick, for everyone? Um, I mean, it's probably best to find me on Instagram or Facebook, really, because that's the thing I most update, and it's quite based around my music and my art. I don't really, I don't really post holiday photos or anything like boring like that. So. <laughs> True. So everyone, look them up on Facebook. M A R K F E R N Y H O U G H. I'll have links included with the description of this episode, so you won't have to look it up. Yeah, it's a complicated name, I must admit. (laughs) (laughs) And we're closing this show with your song, Berlin. Is this something you wrote when you first got to Berlin? How'd this song come about, just as some closing remarks? Exactly, yeah, you got it totally right. I... It was like the first song I wrote in Berlin, and hence the imaginative title. <laughs> it took me hours to think of that. <laughs> it's really weird because when I moved to Berlin a few years ago, it was very, very desolate and deserted. It's got a, a lot busier recently because um, everyone's hearing that it's a cool place to be, so everyone's coming to live here. But back then, it felt it felt like this huge abandoned city in a strange way. It felt still felt it just felt quite. Um, quite desolate but in a beautiful kind of way so i think the song kind of was inspired by that and also the music video i don't know if you've seen that that's on youtube and it's got a contemporary dancer contemporary dancer in it as well and it's shot in this old house which has now been gentrified of course but back then it was very much like very creepy spooky house with no central heating and stuff like that you know so um yeah so yeah interesting times to live through i 
Absolutely, we are living through interesting, strange times, and you're capturing that through your music and music videos and art. So we owe a big debt to you, Mark Ferniho. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Anytime and everyone, here you go. Closing the show with Berlin. Enjoy. We'll see you next time. Team.